Hey everyone, thank you so much for hopping on. Today I'm joined with James Bracken of the You Can Too podcast, and he's also a life coach, and he's only 19. So, without further ado, do you want to do want to introduce yourself and just say like a little bit about what you do? Yeah, for sure, man. So, uh, jumped into this space when I was 17 years old. Uh, started my coaching business, started my podcast. Uh, it's been a crazy journey so far, man. But yeah, I think a lot of uh, lost a lot of family growing up, and it just kind of really made me live with more intention and more urgency in my life. And that's my mission to do the same thing for other people to help them show up for their goals so that they don't get to the end of their life regretting what they could. Yeah, man, hundred percent. I I love I love what you're doing. Only at nineteen, like that's insane, man. Good for you. So. So you you were saying how you've been in this space for a while and like you've you've really been been into improving yourself for a few years now. What do you think set you apart from other kids when you're in high school? I think it was just the something I talk about a lot and and you'll see this from a lot of people, at least from my podcast, is this this idea of unwavering just belief or relentless action towards towards a life that I believe is is worth having, right? I think uh, even more so the delusional optimism is a good word to use for it, right? I think you're in the same space as well of just stepping into entrepreneurship. There's a lot of battles and I find entrepreneurship in itself is like the fastest way to your personal growth because you're forced to see if, if this isn't resulting into something, I need to address it, right? Like you need to actually figure it out. So I think that delusional optimism towards just showing up uh, was definitely a big aspect. Yeah, man, totally. And I, I, I actually... I actually did a podcast yesterday when where I was talking about exactly exactly that where where I was saying like you you shouldn't you shouldn't think like you should you should just do and then then think later like at at this age it really it really doesn't matter like for 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 most most things you're trying you're trying to do like like if if you're trying to like start a business or 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 like a podcast whatever like there there's really there's really not any like bad consequences so why why wouldn't you just want to want to do it and then then af- after that you you can think like is this something i want to do or or whatever ra- rather than just spending spending like the whole time just in the planning phase thinking oh will this work out and like analyzing every risk possible yeah way too many people especially in business too they'll they'll talk to me and say oh i'm getting my website ready or i'm i'm getting this ready and it's like I've been in it for two years. I have a LLC, like I have a, a, a company, but I don't even have a website to this point. Like to this day, I still do not have a website because I don't find it as something that's valuable. Like my Instagram is my business page in itself. So, or, or my, I like to see it as my, my, uh, my postcard, I guess you can say of like, this is what I do. This is what I'm all about kind of thing. So yeah, man, my, one of my first mentors would say, uh, hopefully I can swear on this is, is you'd fuck it up and figure it out. And I, I believe that you take on more than you can handle. And knowing that you can't handle it, and that's how you learn in life. You just a hundred percent, man. That's a, that's a great mentality. So you said you said one of your first mentors. Do you want do you want do you want do you want to do you want do you want to tell us tell us like a bit a bit about him? And also, where do you think you'd be if if you never met this mentor? Yeah, man, I couldn't even imagine where I'd be. Um, I think just hiring mentors or coaches in general just gives you this expedited process to goals. And that's why I coach myself because I find I've found so much value from hiring coaches that I just realize 
I'm one step ahead of a lot of people in this world. Why not help them as well? Same thing goes for you in podcasting in this space, right? So yeah, my first mentor was a, a guy named Rob Dial. He has a podcast called The Mindset Mentor, actually. Um, massive podcast in the world. And it wasn't even him in itself that really changed everything. But I think it was the the commitment that I made in myself, investing in myself, that was the the shift mentally that I needed for me to realize, oh, I need to fully commit to this. Because if I didn't invest in myself, it would continue being a, a dream. More than yeah, that. totally. Like just taking the risk and betting on yourself. Yeah, man. And, and also, how... If if you if you don't have, if you don't have a website, how do how do you think most people most people find out about you? Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, all the places that you know you'd find someone on social media. I mean, there's I, a website's going to give you everything that has you know what they're all about, right? But realistically, my Instagram says shows all of the content. You get to find out who I actually am. And I find that that's a better a better way of really getting to know. Yeah, me. man, for sure. So what do, what do you what do you love most about what you do, like the coaching? Uh man, it's just the uh, it's it's really fulfilling. I think the the big aspect for me is is helping people actually do what they said they wanted to do, right? Uh, you you know in this space, a lot of people have uh this is what I want to do, but I haven't really taken action towards doing it, right? Like, or we, we focus on the things that aren't that important. And so we continue staying in the same place, not really making consistent progress towards where we want to go because we're focusing on the things that don't have that much of an impact. So I find for me, it's just really ha helping my clients show up for the things that I know we're going to get them results and just seeing that happen. I mean, uh, one of my favorite quotes is you will get what you want in life by helping enough other people get what they want in life. And so serving people for my job blows me away to this day it, it's the best thing i can ever do. yeah like that, that's 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 just amazing man and and so this this is actually a question i want to say for later but now that now that we're kind of on the topic um do you do you mind do you mind telling us about about like the, the first time that someone someone messaged you and, and was like you inspire me so much or like you changed my life like how did how did that make you feel and like how did that change you as a coach afterwards I mean, I don't know if it changed the way that like I coach, but I think it definitely is. I mean, we all like uh, affirmation, like like uh, to reaffirm you're on the right path, you're doing the right thing. And I know when I started, man, I'm over 700 pieces of content and uh, actually over a thousand if you include podcasting and all of that kind of stuff. So I think it's just reaffirming that I'm on the right path. I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm living out my mission and my purpose on this earth. And I think it was, it's just a good feeling. I mean, it's just like getting clients results and then getting testimonials from clients. That's what lights me up inside, like seeing the testimonials that I have, um, on my landing page on, from my Instagram, it just shows, man, it's like the, it fills my heart to this day. Just, just seeing. It. Yeah, man. Yeah, totally. And, and so how, how would you, how would you pitch your coaching? Like to someone, to someone who, who believes that coaching doesn't work or, or like it wouldn't benefit them. How, how would you, how would you pitch yourself as a coach? I think you you can't make someone else believe in something that they don't believe in themselves. You can influence them and you can want to coach them. And something I've realized too is like, I don't want to work with people that aren't fully committed. And so if you don't believe that I can help you, I can't help you because you won't show up. And so what I believe is the way that I pitch is just showing you or, or really figuring out where are you at? Where would you like to go? If I believe I can help you get there, then I want to work with you. But if you don't believe it yourself, that's not the kind of person I want to work with, truthfully. A lot of people are in a position where they might just not be ready for it. When I invested into my first mentor, I wasn't ready for it. 
but I did it anyway. And so it's just the action of, are you going to wait longer or are you going to make that take the action? And then the a quote that I kind of live by is, you know, change happens when the pain of saying the same becomes more painful than making a change. And for some people, they just need to get to a point where they can't deal with it any longer. So then they make a change. Some people are ready to do yeah, it. Yeah. And, and like there, there's when, when, when you, th- when you think about it, there's really no perfect time. Like I was thinking for this podcast, like I, like I, I, I want, I want to do it, but I was, I was just, I was just thinking of, thinking of a bunch of these excuses, but I, I did it anyways. And, and I was just thinking, um, yeah, yeah. Like the, the excuses might, might be valid points right now, but if I, if I decided that I'm, I'm just, I'm just gonna, gonna, gonna like wait, I'm just gonna wait till later and and not do it new new excuses would come up and then i'd still not want to so so i never actually end up starting the podcast because i just i just be looking at it through through such like a negative state of mind and and like constantly making excuses for and like finding my next excuse yeah there's always going to be i mean your mind's always going to bring up a reason why you shouldn't do it or why you can't do it or why you're not qualified to do it I mean, I started a coaching business at 17 years old. Like, who am I to do that, right? But I've worked with people that are 43. So, like, it, it, it doesn't matter what your age is or what if, if you have all the steps mapped out because you're not going to. Uh, there's always going to be an excuse, and your mind's always going to try to keep you where you're comfortable. Um, but to truly make change, you have to step out of what's comfortable to you. There's no Yeah, way. for sure. So how did you get into coaching at such a young age? Like, 17, that's, that's crazy. Yeah, man. I mean, it, it kind of fell into my lap to some capacity. I mean, I, I was getting into personal development, learning how I can, you know, I always had a, a different kind of pers- perspective on life. You know, like I said, I lost a lot of family growing up and just changed. I feel like I, I matured really young and I had a an old soul is what I was told for so long. And so I always knew that I could resonate with people that were older than me, people that were younger than me, people that were my age, all of that kind of stuff. And so I uh, was listening to a podcast at one point, And at the end of the podcast, they kind of pitched, uh, we help coaches kind of uh, start the coaching business. And I was like, I knew I want to help people. I don't really know what that looks like. I don't know how I'm going to do it. But this seems like the way. And so made the investment. And two years later, we're here. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, so, and so how do, how do you think you'd compare as a coach back, back then compared to, to right now? I mean, two years ago, I was just getting started, like figure, figuring it all out. I mean, we're always figuring it all out. I think the, the knowing that I don't know what's going to happen next, or I, I don't know everything leaves me in the mindset of a beginner. So I don't really, I, I try not to compare, uh, off of where I was or where I want to go, but I just like to be where I am recognizing what lessons did I learn when I started and, and, and how can I incorporate that in where I am today? So I think, I mean, we, we're never going to have it all figured out. But again, like I said, you just have to fuck it up. You have to figure it out, and that's what yeah, yeah, exactly. Like that. That's the that's the that's the best way to learn. So what a what is what does success look like in in your coaching business, like with with your clients? Getting them to a place where they are fulfilled and sustainably showing up towards their goals. What I like to believe is that success for me in my life looks like my standards. If I'm doing what I said I was going to do, I am succeeding. doesn't matter what my results say. I focus on direction, not my current results. Because if I show up 
every single day and I focus on my direction, I will get to where I want to go if I consistently show up long enough and make iterations along that journey. And so as long as my clients are showing up consistently towards what they say they want to do and we consistently iterate along that process, we're going to get them to where they want to be. And so that's, that's success for me, for sure. And for Yeah, that's, that's actually such a good point. So how, how, do, you, how do you think like a, a listener of this podcast could, could, could incorporate that into their life? Like how, how, do, you, how, do, you th- how do you think they, they could start, they start prioritizing direction over, over results? Well, I think of firstly your environment, like who are you surrounding yourself with? Are you surrounding yourself with people that are going in the direction that you want to go in? For me, I had to take a step back from all the people I hung out with in high school and just started surrounding myself with people that were where I wanted to be. I started surrounding myself with six-figure earners, seven-figure earners, and doing some insane things in this world that were impacting a lot of people. And so it's really, it's really hard to not go, not to, to not want to go down the path that they're going down if you're surrounding yourself with those kind of people. And we're in an era of social media where you can connect with anyone. Yeah, That's how we yeah. got connected, right? So. Uh, I'd say first start start prioritizing who you surround yourself with because that's going to have the biggest. So how how do how do how how do how do you how do you network with those people and and meet those like six and seven figure entrepreneurs? I reached out, dude. Like, and and this goes back to like me making the first investment into myself. Like, when I made that first investment, the the best thing I can say that I learned from it was just or. I got from it was just meeting with amazing people around the world that were doing things that, you know, growing up. And I, I believe that you could probably resonate with this. There's a lot of people that live where you live that do not resonate or are not in the same position that you're in and are not on that path. And so it's really hard to feel like there's other people in that path when around you, it's not really, it's not really likely. And so I had to start to surround myself with people online that were where I'd like to be, or at least on the path that I was on. So I think, figure out where those people are and start reaching out to them because volume negates luck. You do it enough times, you will start. Yeah. And, and that, that just like creates, it, it like creates luck for you. Hmm. And, and also some, something I was thinking is, is just like, if you're, if you're, if you're always surrounding yourself with, with like losers, that's going to subconsciously tell you that doing all that stuff is okay. And then you don't need to be like working hard on your purpose or, or something like that. Like you, you can just like sit back, drink and, and like, like just choose instant pleasure over, 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 like working on your goals because it's okay to do it. Like that's what everyone around you is doing. Absolutely. There's a, there's a mindset of the, the power of proximity. If you are closer to the people that are where you like to be, you will get to, you will get closer to where you want to be. If you start surrounding yourself with those people, the power of proximity is the number one thing that I can say to anyone, no matter where you are, no matter what you want to do. If you know, you at least have an idea of where you want to go, instantly surround yourself with those people if you can. When I was going to become a real estate agent before I stepped into coaching, I got in tune with a team and I was working with them for months. Like that, that was my idea. I was like, okay, I want to be a real estate agent. I'm not going to just do this by myself. I'm going to go surround myself with those people. And I was the youngest person in Keller Williams ever. Same thing with the coaching program I joined. Youngest person to ever go through it. It's like I'm, I'm consistently surrounding myself with those people because they're the people that are going to help me uh, even, even more so just create the identity of this is the kind of person that I am. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. What was I going to ask? Shit. I, I forgot, I forgot, but, 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 but yeah, could you, could you, could you tell me more about, um, about like, what was it? Yeah. Sorry. My, my mind just like went blank. Um, oh yeah. Well, one, one thing I, one thing I noticed about you is like, you you just have amazing energy. Like I I gotta say that when when we were talking on on Instagram DMs, 
I, I, I could, I could like feel your energy kind of, what's, what's the, what's the word? Like, like I could, I could, I could, I could, I could, I could feel it like reflect onto me and, and like, it was, it was like elevating my mood and, 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 and like making me happier. Just, just like being around you and talk and talking to you. Do you think you've always been like that or, or like how to have it, have you, have you developed it? I mean, I think there's times in my life where I, I remember I, I was a kid that was depressed and anxious a lot growing up. So there was times where I was happy, upbeat, and and given all the energy that I can give to other people. And there was also times where I was the person that was left in my bed for days because I was so depressed that I couldn't leave it. So I think it's something that you build over time through prioritizing it, through building your relationship with yourself, putting that first before anything else. And when you do that, uh, I, one of my favorite quotes, and I bring up so many quotes, is all that matters is how you feel about yourself when you're by yourself. And when you're always focused on where you want to go, what you want to do, who you want to be surrounded by, what goals you want to accomplish, you neglect the very most important thing that is in your life, and that's your relationship with yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And and, and did you, so so I'm I'm guessing like your your relationship with with yourself it was it was something you had to develop. Was it was there was there like a point a point in your life that you remember when when your relationship with yourself was like at a kind a kind of like an an all an all time low, and and you, and you realized you had to do something about it. I don't think there's an exact moment in time where I can think of that, but I think it was just a, it's more of a continual process in, in, in life itself. It's just something that you continuously work on to get to a point where when I'm by myself, I'm my best friend. And that's why this energy comes out. And, and especially on podcasts and stuff like that, it's like, this is who I am, uh, 100, 1000% authentically me. And when you step into your most authentic self, it's almost hard not to bring that, or at least for me, it's hard not to bring this kind of energy because this is what I want to reflect on other people. It's the, what clients say is the same exact thing. When I hop on client calls, I bring the energy. I bring the the kind of energy that I want them to hold in their life every single day so that when we're done working together, or even when we're not on a call, you still have that same kind of energy that you can bring into your work so you can show up as the best version of yourself because your energy is your is everything. Mm-hmm. Really. Yeah, and, and it, it, it just like, it put, it put, it puts you, it puts your mind on like on a higher frequency, which, which then attracts other good things into your life. Yeah. So, 100%. so what, what, what mark do you think you want to make on the world? I want to get to a point where I, I think of it like I'm not trying to leave a legacy. Uh, and that, that might be counterintuitive for, for a lot of people. But what I want to do is I just want to make sure that I'm giving my all to what I believe I'm here for. But I'm not thinking of it as, oh, when I die, this is the kind of legacy that I want to live. Because when I die, I'm dead. I don't care what's happening. Like, I I have no idea what's going to be going on in in. 10 years from now, no one's going to know who I am, right? Like some of the, the the greatest and most profound people in the world were forgotten years after. They're just not that important. So I don't even think of it in that realm. I just think of it as, am I enjoying the passage of time? And am I helping as many people as I can? If I'm doing that, I'm living a good life. And, and that's my Yeah. Kind of, so kind of, kind of just like living, living in the moment, helping people out. Yeah, that's, that's awesome, man. And, and yeah, let's, so, so let's, let's talk, let's talk about, let's talk about your podcast more. Um, how, how'd you, how'd you, how'd you get the idea to start a podcast and, and, and like, what, what, what's it, what's it, what's like the re, the reason that you keep going? Like what, what keeps you going with your podcast? Yeah. Uh, I think what keeps me going is remembering 
a point in time where I had the most self-doubt. Like it was just, I was so self-conscious, double second guess myself at all, at all aspects of time. And I know that there was, there's a lot of people out there that are in a, a similar position as I was once that just know that there's more out there for them, that they have so much potential in this world, but they can't fulfill it or they believe they can't fulfill it because of what their environment's showing them or what other people are telling them. And so I think of that person and I think the, the internal narrative that's going through their mind is I can't do this. It's not possible. There's no way. And the only thing that I want them to get through, and I get chills even thinking about this, bro. And like speaking this out because it still hits me to this day. It's like, you can too, dude. Like it, you, you're seeing so many other people doing amazing things. And that's what I thought growing up. I was, I seen so many ama people doing amazing things in the world and maybe they weren't from where I lived, but they were doing amazing things. And it's like, why is it that I'm being told by other people or why is it that I'm being seen, shown by uh, my environment that it's not possible? No, like I can too. And that was just the internal narrative that went through my mind and still goes through my mind to this day because most of our thoughts are negative. And if we don't intentionally make them positive, uh, we're just going to live a life of an, an ordinary life. And that scared the hell out of me is living something. An ordinary 100%. Life. Same, same here, really. And how, how do you, how do you, how do you think someone, how do you think someone can like develop those positive thoughts and, and work on just minimizing the, minimizing the negative thoughts going on? I think first thing first, you have to change your inputs to change your outputs. You have to change your inputs. So that looks like you can see it all behind me. I got a bunch of, bunch of books behind me. I, I'm getting to a point where I don't have enough room to store them in here because I'm intentionally always taking in information that changes the way that I view the world and a good book on this that changed the direction of my life is uh, think and grow rich Changed the way that I looked at my life because you realize that your thoughts cast spells on your mind. If you believe that you can't do something, you are not going to take the action to make it happen. And so just taking in better information, you know, we're in, we're scrolling so much on our phones, just taking in the same kind of negative information or, or drama or news and all that kind of stuff. And I just deleted, it. I said, I don't want to listen to this anymore. Even, even music that was just speaking a lot of negative things that I maybe enjoyed. I took it out of my life for the most part because I'm still trying to, okay, what is this doing to my subconscious? What is it? How is this making me feel when I'm not thinking about how it's making me feel is the kind of perspective. Yeah. Have. Yeah. So, so spe speaking of self-improvement books, a, qu a question I was thinking of is, is like, what, what was, what, what was like the, f the first book you read in terms of self-improvement and how did, how did that change your life? Yeah. Just to reiterate, I mean, uh, Think and Grow Rich, I, I believe was the first book I ever read. Um, and it just changed the way that I looked at my thoughts. I mean, it changed the way that I looked at the world. Like we, you realize that, you know, our thoughts are an idea in, in themselves, right? But when you entertain a thought for so long, it almost becomes real. It feels real. So why we, that's why we have anxiety and stress because we are predicting a future based on a thought. And so that thought seems so real because in our nervous system, it doesn't know the difference between what is real and what is imagined. And if our nervous system doesn't know the difference between what is real and what is imagined, you know what that gut feeling is? That gut feeling feels like fear, feels like scarcity. And that plays out in our life and we stay exactly where we are because of it. And so realizing that my thoughts cast spells on my mind, it casts spells in the way that I show up in the world, the actions that I take and everything that reflects that. So that was a big book for me. I recommend it to everyone. Is an absolute must read. Change the way. Like it's it's so cheap too. It's it's like five bucks. I think I think you can you can get it on Audible too with with a free trial. Definitely, it's it's definitely worth it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. For sure. And For sure. um, yeah, yeah. So going going back to that topic, what what do you think? What do you think was like? What do you think was the reason you got into self improvement? Think think we might have talked about this before. 
Yeah, I think it was, again, just kind of being in a position to where I felt like a victim for a lot of my life. Uh, you know, I lost my father, uncle at 37, lost my grandfather at 66. I just lost a lot of people. And uh, in every opportunity that I had, I think a lot of people can resonate on this. At every opportunity I had, I thought, this is happening to me. And living in that place only puts you in a position of scarcity, puts you in a position of lack. It's like, okay, if everything's happening to me, how am I ever going to take advantage of what's actually given to me? Right. Like we can see our, we can see our circumstances as a catalyst, or we can see them as a, as a crutch. And I was sick of seeing it as a crutch. I wanted to use it as a catalyst to say, no, I can't get to the, when I get to the end of my life, am I going to say that, oh, uh, I didn't accomplish this because I didn't have a father or because of this, right? I never want to get to the end of my life saying I couldn't do this because of, cause that's just an excuse. It's just a story that you tell yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm more, 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 more just, just like using that, using that as your motivation to do well. Yeah, for sure. And, and like, that's, 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 that's kind of something I'm, I'm experiencing too with, with this podcast. Like I've, I've, I've like, I've like, I've honestly, I've honestly failed. I failed so many times doing this. Like I've, I've, I've done I've done like I've done so many podcasts that that like I'm I'm not I'm not I'm not proud of where like I, I said something I shouldn't have, but then that's like my motivation to do well with this. Like I'll be I'll be I'll be I'll be like looking back on that in the future and thinking thinking like how how far that I've come and like you you're you're probably you're probably the same way with like some of some of your older episodes. Hundred percent, hundred percent. I mean, you have to look at life through the the gap and the gain. Most people live their life in the gap. They compare this. They compare themselves off of where they want to be, off an ideal position instead of where they used to be, and so we live in a place of scarcity throughout our entire lives. And so, when you start comparing yourself off of where you started instead of where you want to be, you're gonna live a lot happier life. That's what it yeah, is. definitely. And and just like just like not not comparing yourself to other people because that that it, it might it might motivate you a bit temporarily, but in the in the long term, it's just it's horrible for your mental health and your happiness. Yeah. So, so, so do you, do you, do you want, do you mind telling us a bit, a bit, a bit, a bit about, a bit about like your podcast and, and, and kind of, and kind of like walk, and kind of walk us through how, how you make an 